Every day we take our lives into our own hands when we consume vitamins and supplements. By not knowing the right ones to take or when, we could be doing a disservice to our health, or even worse, could be endangering it. Welcome to your Daily Dose with Doreen Doucette. Now you have a resource to help you use supplements, vitamins, and natural health more safely and effectively. Here is your host, Doreen Doucette. Good morning, and welcome to your Daily Dose. Today, I'm very fortunate to have Dr. Abdurman Paulin as my guest to talk about Ayurveda and our body constitutions that we call our doshas. Dr. Paulin is a fifth-generation Ayurvedic doctor, and the total years that his family generations have spent in Ayurveda spans more than 160 years. Dr. Paulin completed his BAMS from Kotakal Ayurveda College, which is a world-renowned institution in Ayurveda. He then went on to open his own Ayurvedic hospital and teaching facility in 1994, and he has treated thousands of patients from all over the world. As well, he has taught thousands of students from all over the world, myself being one of his students on two different occasions in India. I've also been very fortunate to have housed the doctor here at my clinic in Nova Scotia, where he continued my studies with several of my patients. Dr. Paulin, I want to welcome you to your Daily Dose. And to start off, could you give us a bit more background information on yourself and your hospital? Good morning. Thank you very much for giving this opportunity. Thank you very much. I'm Dr. Paulin, hailing from an Ayurvedic family of uh, 160 years old and an experience of 34 years in Ayurveda. I graduated in zoology and also in Ayurveda and taken uh, MD, Doctor of Medicine in Ayurveda, and also I got a postgraduate diploma in guidance and counseling. I'm running an Ayurvedic hospital, giving professional Ayurvedic treatment for various ailments, mainly the back pain, neck pain, burnout, stress, post-cancer treatment, purification therapy, etc. I'm also running an Ayurvedic school, School of Ayurvedic Medicine, Panchakarma Therapy, where Thousands of students studied Ayurveda in a very high professional way. And in and around there are doctors uh, giving classes and clearing the doubts of students. I visited more than 19 countries, conducted Ayurvedic massage courses, seminar, and also consultations. This is uh, something about myself. That's great, doctor. That's, that's, that's a lot of education and a lot of background. Um, can you explain to us what is Ayurveda? Yeah. Ayurveda, there's a very small word, two words comprise Ayu and Veda. But it includes everything. Ayu means life, Veda means science, a science of life. This is nothing but biology. Bio means life, logo means science. Any science which deals with the study of human being, that's known as Ayurveda. Ayurveda doesn't mean only human being. It includes uh, treatment for uh, plants, animals, all the things. There's a uh, treatment for the plants is known as Vrcha Ayurveda. And uh, for the animals, there are so many treatment for the mainly for the elephant, horses, 
Gajayurveda, Ashwayurveda is known as. Because olden days is a very important vehicle for the kingdom, for fighting and traveling. So they give more importance for treatment for animals like uh, elephant and uh, horses. Mm-hmm. Ayurveda originally um, started in India, did it not? Yeah, this is uh, originally from India, 3000 years back. Ayurveda started. And the definition we give for Ayurveda is Ayurveda is the knowledge that indicates what is appropriate and inappropriate for life, happy and sorrowful condition of life, auspicious and inauspicious for long- longevity, as well as the measure of life itself, lifespan. This system is known as Ayurveda. According to Ayurveda, health is not merely a state of freedom from ailment or disease, but rather a state of enjoying uninterrupted physical, mental, and spiritual happiness and fulfillment. This is Ayurveda mean about the healthy person. Okay. Now, one one of the, um, I think one of the main characteristics of Ayurveda is that we are healing a person and it will mainly depend on their dosha. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. Can you explain to us exactly what are the doshas? Yeah. Before dosha, we want to know something about, because Ayurveda says all uh, things in the world, whether it's a living thing or non-living thing, is made up of five elements. We say prithi, aptejo, vayu, agasha. Means, uh, this uh, earth, water, uh, fire, air, and space. This is the living thing. It is indicated, uh, represented in the form of doshas. In the drugs or in the non-living thing, things, it is represented in the form of dasa, guna, virya, vipaga. Dasa means taste. Guna means qualities. Uh, virya means potency. Vipaga means taste after digestion. This in the... Living things and non-living things, it represents a different mode. So, in living things, the Pajamahabuddha is represented in the form of three doshas. According to Ayurveda, the balanced condition of three doshas is the healthy condition and the imbalanced condition of three doshas is the unhealthy condition. This about the three doshas and Ayurveda explained about three doshas and its uh, how it functions in the body like this. Moreover, when you take the Ayurveda, we can why Ayurveda is important than other systems. It's very important because in the world we can see so many uh, traditional systems in the world, Mesopotamian system, Egyptian system, Chinese system, so many systems. Why Ayurveda is more important? So I can brief little bit about why Ayurveda is important. The first first thing is Ayurveda treatment individual as a whole. That's very, very important nowadays because now we can see that the modern medicine people are, how much they are specialized, that much they are away from the body. Example, if you are going to treat for the eye, they are only concentrating on the eye. Or any other thing, if you go, they are only specifically uh, treating only that area. But Ayurveda says, you must treat as a whole because any part of the body get complaint or get problem, 
this is from your body itself so you must treat the patient as a whole not as a specific okay you can do the specific part but you must see why it happens so you must find out the reason why it happens and you must treat as a whole not as particular area not merely particular area but we want to concentrate that area another yeah we're not just treating the symptom yeah not only treating the symptom root cause we want to find out the cause why it happens this is a very important thing in front of an ayurvedic uh, physician or who is treating the patient the main question in your mind must be why if you get the answer for why it is easy for you to treat the patient because ayurveda says nidana parivarjanam chikitsa avoid the cause is the treatment if you don't why it happens how can you treat the patient so this is very very important thing in ayurveda for the treatment cases next thing is the importance of ayurveda is medicines are free from toxicity this is also very important because nowadays we have more disease because of medicine induced disease we are treating for one disease and we are getting another bad or side effects of the medicines nowadays we can see is n number of medicines example if you are using the corticosteroids okay so one of the best medicine in the world i can say because very easily you can get rid of the problems or you can hide the problems but you see what are the after effect of the medicines when you count the even if you are taking the painkiller itself it cause ulcer in your minimum it get ulcer in your stomach and also kidney failure there are so many thing happening but ayurveda medicines are free from toxicity because the medicine what you are taking is homologous to your body and we can see some other medicines the metals we are using nowadays it become toxic to the body why the purification method is not correct because totally commercialized that's why it become toxic to the body actually whatever you are taking the body any metals mercury or uh, copper or any other metals there are so many purification method by which it make the uh, homologous to the body and it is absorbable to the body and never make the toxicity to the body but now why it is happening only because of commercialization then another important thing of ayurveda is each medicines are toxic tonic to the body so it tonify our cells any medicine you are taking it is tonify your cells and make more healthy other unique feature of ayurvedic treatment is psychosomatic concept i say it is very unique because olden days when we go to the western medicine they don't mind mind and body sub, uh, mind and body it is separate but ayurveda says the mind and body concept is very very important in ayurveda because in any way your psyche is or your physic is get problem usually it will affect your mind whenever it affect your mind it affect your body also so ayurveda says any patient come to you please consider body mind because any problem in the mind it will affect the body so it, you can see the difference when you go to ayurveda doctor and as a western doctor most of the ayurveda doctor welcome you with a smiling you know why because the patient come to you with stress again you make the stress ayurveda says it will not work so accept them with a smile and happiness 
and let them talk you get more time in front of the patient i think this is missing now we are very busy world and the number of patients are increasing that time only little bit so we don't spend more time with the patient that's also not good in ayurveda and yeah another important thing is prevention side in ayurveda yeah so when someone comes to you and um and and you are going to diagnose them how do you how do you start when a patient comes to you other than your smile and you welcome them there how is it that you are going to diagnose in in an ayurvedic setting yeah that's also uh, very interesting when you learn about ayurveda a thousand years back ayurveda formulated the diagnostic method we are diagnosing the patient in two ways diagnose of the patient and diagnose the disease the different way of diagnosis diagnose the patient there are three methods darshana sparshana prashna darshana means inspection sparshana means palpation prashna means questioning and ayurveda says when patient come to you itself you start diagnosis how they are coming you must see the patient little uh, far from far and you see how they are coming with a limping or any other because you know if a patient come with you with a limping you, you, you will get some idea something happened on the leg or back the first diagnostic thing is darshana then sparshana we want to palpate the patient sometimes patient come to you and sit with you and say i have pain here like this like this you must uh, palpate the patient how the intensity of the disease how much it is you know here is the very important thing is the patients are different psychological conditions you see some patient tolerate too much some patient will not tolerate some patient so the presentation of the disease will be in different way so doctor will be confused because some patient a very big problem they represent you very little way very they don't mind it but some patient very little problem they exaggerate it and come to you some patient represent in normal way so here is very important for the doctor because the patient represent in a very exaggerated way but the disease is not less that a doctor will misguide and he will prescribe the uh, heavy dosage of medicine and more medicine and other case you know we misguided we don't give good uh, very uh, small amount of medicine it will not be affected so here also palpation give uh, more understanding about the patient we can see how much they have the problem the last thing is the questioning whatever the things we want to get from the patient we can ask the questions this is the uh, diagnosis of the patient next is the diagnosis of the disease that's the nidana pragrupa lakshana upashayapti vi that's a three uh, the steps five steps to diagnose the disease first is nidana nidana means the cause of the disease as i told you in the beginning the cause that's very important when you go through the ayurvedic text you can see that if you take any disease i will explain with the cause these are the causes of aggravating this disease or getting the disease second is pradruva that's also very important in ayurveda is the prodromal symptoms or premonitory symptoms before getting the real disease the patient show some signs and symptoms so from this we can understand he is going to happen this disease there's a prodromal uh, symptoms or premonitory symptoms next is the symptoms and signs when the patient get occur 
another one is the upashaya and anupashaya, relieving the aggravating factor. This was used olden days to uh, diagnose the final diagnosis of the disease. Example, you know, the patient come to you, we don't know whether it is uh, this disease or that disease. That time we give some medications and wait and see whether it is reduced with this or uh, aggravated. Uh, one example of this, you know, in Ayurveda, the ama is the very important thing in digestion condition. So in such a cases, if you apply the oil to the body, the pain, uh, with, the patient comes to you with the pain and you apply some oil to the body, the pain will be increased. That indicates the ama condition. That Ayurveda says, that time don't apply any oil to the body. You can do the massage without oil or uh, dry substance. These are upashaya and anupashaya. Samrati means pathology or root of the disease. So these are the things, uh, diagnosis of the patient and diagnosis of the disease. Okay. Doctor, um, I'm going to have to take a little break for a minute. And on the other side of the break, we're going to come back and talk about the doshas, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Visit Doreen's website at dmurphydoucette.com and click the radio tab to purchase your supplement and dosha questionnaire. It will allow you to know your body dosha and what supplements, vitamins, and minerals your body requires at any given time. You'll receive a report by email that gives you all of the required information. You'll learn which foods give you your required supplements, and you have the option to purchase your report in printed book form and have it mailed directly to you. Visit dmurphydoucette.com today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to your daily dose. If you have a question for Doreen Doucette or her guest today, feel free to call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Doreen's Daily Dose at gmail.com. Now, back to your daily dose. Welcome back, Doctor. And. To continue on from where we left off, um, can I ask how do the doshas uh, fit into Ayurveda or when you are, are diagnosing a patient? According to Ayurveda, the disease is the imbalance of doshas. 
So the treatment is the balancing of doshas. I told you before, the dosha are the representation of Panja Mahabudas. So uh, there is a relation between dosha and Panja Mahabuddha. There are three doshas, uh, Vada, Pitta and Kava. Here, and can you tell can you tell us what each one of them are? Yeah, three dosha means three doshas, and vada, pitta, kapha are the three doshas. And this relation between panchamaha buddha and three doshas, agasha and vayu uh, constitute vada, akni constitute pitta, jala and prati kapha. Agasha vayu means air and space, akti means fire, jala means water, prati means earth. So any imbalance in this dosha causes disease. Now, how, how do we know, is there any way that we would be able to know if we have an increased vata or pita or kapha in our body? How would we, how would we react if they were aggravated or if they were increased? What, how would we know? The first of all thing, if uh, each doshas have its own qualities. So, if you know the qualities and that there are normal function of each doshas, so we can see the abnormal of function of these doshas, we can understand that dosha is getting balanced. I can give a few examples like this. <clears throat> the qualities of vada is dry, light in weight, cold, rough, subtle, and mobile are the properties of vada dosha. These are the normal function of Vada is protects the body, bestowing enthusiasm, aspiration and inspiration, all activities of the body, mind and speech, initiation and execution of natural urges, balance and regulation of transport of bodily elements and proper functioning of the sense organs. These are the normal functioning of Vada. We can, if you see the abnormal things, uh, we so we can say that these are the because of vada is happened. I can give some example of aggravated vada, what happened in your body. In aggravated vada condition, body become very lean, desire for a hot substance, blackish discoloration of the skin, constipation, tremor, abdominal distension, general weakness, insomnia, decreased function of sense organs, vertigo, punching pain, roughness, colic pain. Abnormal movement in the limbs, numbness, coldness, emaciation, timidity, hoarseness of voice, irrelevant speech. And Ayurveda explain why it happens, the causes. I am explaining about why vada get aggravated. Excess intake of food having pungent, bitter, rough, light and astringent taste. Food which is dry and less in quantity. Taking of food when it is not proper time. Taking of food before the previous meal is digested. Suppression of manifested natural urges. Remaining awake for a long time at night. Speaking with a loud voice. Doing all panchakarma treatment in excess of one's capacity. Excessive worries, fear, sorrow, thought, sexual intercourse, fasting. Intake of excess of cold things. It is also aggravated naturally during the onset of rainy season end of the morning, night, and food. So, these are the causes. And what would be um, the qualities of Peter? 
Pitta quality slightly anxious, sharp, hot or heat producing, light in weight, bad smell and unstable and liquid. These are the properties of Pitta. And normal function of Pitta, digestion, production and binders of the body temperature, vision, hunger, thirst, lesser of the body, intelligence, courage, complexion, softness of the body and cheerfulness. And the signs of aggravation of Pitta. Aggravated Pitta produces yellowish discoloration of stool, urine, eye and skin. Excess of hunger, thirst, burning sensation, insomnia, excess sweating, fatigue, foul smell of the body, stickiness, suppuration, anger, incoherent speech, fainting, giddiness, vomiting of bile and nausea. And he likes cold food and cold lifestyles. These are the aggravated signs of Pitta. And the causes, you want to know the causes? Yes. Causes of aggravation? Of- yes, please. Okay. Pitta gets aggravated by the intake of pungent, sore and salty things. Alcoholic preparations, hot things that cause burning sensation of stomach, excessive anger, exposed to sun and fire more time, fear and fatigue. These are the causes of uh, Pitta. And also Pitta usually aggravate during the autumn time, in the afternoon, the midnight and at the beginning of digestion. You see here all when you see this, the food are very much related in aggravation of each doshas. Mm-hmm. And what about kapha? What would be the qualities? The qualities of kapha is anxious, cold, or producing coldness, heavy, slow in action, smooth, slimy, sticky and stable, or static are the properties of kapha doshas. And the normal function of kapha is stability of the body, anxiousness, lubrication, well-nighting of the body, strength of the muscle and joints, and forgiveness, heaviness, aphrodisiac property, patience, non-greediness, capacity to withstand or without excess emotions, strains. You see, here when Ayurveda explained, you can see, I in the beginning I told you uh, body and mind concept. Here also you can see the Ayurveda explained the mental condition and the physical conditions. Now, if we can maintain health by keeping all three of the doshas balanced, how, how do we go about keeping them balanced? What's the first things that we have to do? Here, first thing is, according to Ayurveda, there are three pillars of life. Ahara, Nidra, Maidra. These are the three pillars. Ahara means food. Nidra means sleep. Maidra means sex. Ayurveda says if you maintain it properly, you will be a healthy person always. Whenever you make a mistake in these three, if you are doing improper way, I will see it cause diseases. So, first thing is ahara. Ahara means food. Nowadays, we can see uh, WHO spending uh, money and time for uh, treating the patient with the lifestyle disorders and taking class about the lifestyle disorders. But Ayurveda, thousand years back, explained about the lifestyle. That's also very important. Uh, about, uh, when you uh, go through the Ayurveda, you can see that food, 
food have very big role in ayurveda what time you want to take food how much you want to take food which type of food you want to take ayurveda just as a baby ayurveda teaches and second is the sleep ayurveda says if you have proper sleep you are you are a healthy person if you don't have proper sleep ayurveda says you don't have the life at all that means it cause uh, most of the disease is caused by the uh, sleep also new generation can see they go to bed what time midnight or 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock yeah, now you know about the biological clock everyone know very interested uh, to know about the biological clock they say now it is scientifically proved they say it start from uh, 11 o'clock at night and what is happening in the biological clock time the body repairs its organs at uh, uh, 10 to 11 start repair the liver then the stomach but during this time we must be in sleep or we must be in rest people don't know about this now they are working 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 or they are indulging in some activities so we are uh, ready to get disease now we don't want to be free from disease and last thing is uh, sex also ayurveda give criteria uh, about the sex because ayurveda classify the season uh, uh, two types one season we get energy from the nature another season we don't get the energy we give energy from our body to the season in ayurveda a very hot seasons very hot season ayurveda says you lose your energy because nature take your energy at that time ayurveda says don't go for sex very hot time because your energy again get lost and ayurveda uh, this time is not enough to explain everything detail so in short i can say ayurveda give criteria in the food in the sleep and in the sex one question that i have about the food um and and your doshas it does can anyone um with a with a dominant dosha we there's specific ways that we're going to find out what our dominant dosha is should we be eating specifically for that dosha or is can anybody have any foods at all here the uh, comes the prakriti prakriti means constitution when we get birth in a healthy condition what is the which dosha is in our body more that is known as is prakriti example you know a person uh, having the vada excess in the body in a healthy condition that person is known as vada prakriti vada constitution like this pitta and kapha but you must understand differentiate the prakriti and vikriti prakriti means the balanced state vikriti means the disease state so the person get birth in the world with a healthy condition and which dosha is predominant that time that is known as is prakriti what what is the importance of prakriti here the constitution is here any person which does prakriti example vada prakriti he have a tendency to aggravate vada very easily likewise kapha and pitta so which are the causes to aggravate vada vada prakriti person must take care to avoid such a things because constitution same and the climate is same to aggravate the constitution's level so the dosha will be aggravated then he will get this is very fast so when we go through the food in ayurveda food is mainly based on taste 
according to the taste dosha will be aggravated or diminished in ayurveda there are six tastes swad amla lavana tikta ushta kashaya swad means sweet taste and uh, acid taste salty taste and uh, bitter taste uh, spicy taste and astringent taste these are the six tastes now doctor we're going to have to take another short break again and we're going to continue on the other side of the break okay okay thank you Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Visit Doreen's website at dmurphydoucette.com and click the radio tab to purchase your supplement and dosha questionnaire. It will allow you to know your body dosha and what supplements, vitamins, and minerals your body requires at any given time. You'll receive a report by email that gives you all of the required information. You'll learn which foods give you your required supplements, and you have the option to purchase your report in printed book form and have it mailed directly to you. Visit dmurphydoucette.com today. Be sure to like the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel on Facebook. You'll find great health tips from the experts. Find out more about your favorite shows and talk back to our team. Search Voice America Health or click the like button under the player today. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to your daily dose. If you have a question for Doreen Doucette or her guest today, feel free to call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Doreen's Daily Dose at gmail.com. Now, back to your daily dose. Okay, we are back again. And I'm going to let you continue on with the tastes and how we should be eating um, to keep our doshas balanced. Here, Ayurveda is first three tastes, sweet, sour, and salty, can uh, reduce the vata. And last three tastes, bitter, astringent, and spicy taste can reduce kapha. And kashaya, tikta, madura, astrogen, pitta, and cetes can reduce pitta. That means the opposite taste can increase doshas also. Example, you know, if you take astrogen, bitter, and spicy things, it can increase vata. If you take the seed, sour, and salty, it can increase kapha. Like this, it can aggravate. Not only this, the taste, Ayurveda give the explanation how much we can take the food. That's also very important. 
Ayurveda uh, divides the stomach in three parts. And Ayurveda says, one third you can fill in the solid food in the stomach, and one third liquid food, and one third you must give for the gas. Because Ayurveda says, the, the important cause of this, one cause of disease is low digestive fire. So, whenever affect, uh, anything affects your stomach means this is an indication of getting disease. And Ayurveda says, when you get up morning, you must think about your stomach first, whether the last food is digested or not. Then only Ayurveda allowed to do other activities. Because Ayurveda says, Roga Sarvabhi Mandakto, the cause of all disease is your low digestive fire. So, Ayurveda recommend how much you want to eat. And uh, how much uh, you want to uh, give the free space in your stomach. Nowadays, we don't consider the uh, stomach. If it is digested food, uh, sorry, uh, tasty food, you take it maximum. Everyone says, no, you don't. Another important thing is uh, incompatible food. That's also very important in Ayurveda. The cause of uh, disease also, one cause is also we are taking incompatible food. Here I can give some example. Yes, please. Hot and cold. You take uh, hot food. After that, you take a juice, cold juice. Or if you go for exercise and come back and take cold drinks. Another important thing is mixing of the food. In Ayurveda, fish and milk. You take fish, after that take milk. And also you take uh, acid food. After that, you take milk. These are the some of the examples of incompatible food. And also, in Ayurveda, says uh, cooked food and non-cooked food, you mix together and eat. This also may confusion your body for digestion. When you go through this Ayurvedic food style, you can see a lot of things you want to learn. Because nowadays, you know, so many diseases are uh, due to the food style. Nowadays, we can see for the ladies, PCOD, uh, ovarian cyst. The one cause is, uh, now modern science says, the fast food. Yes. Yeah. So, n number of cases, the ovarian cyst problems, the ladies have so many problems. Now, they find out that this is the fast food. But Ayurveda explained 3,000 years back. These are the food good for you. These are the food not good for you. So, the food have a very big role in Ayurveda for healthy life. So us people here in the Western world, we could certainly benefit from the, the ways of Ayurveda? Not only the Western, for the world. The whole world, exactly, yeah. Yeah, the, the, world, the total world is running behind the time. No time, no time, no time. So the, there is no cooking of food. We are depending on the cooked food and there's no time for sleep. We are running behind. But we don't understand why we are running. Here the role of Ayurveda. Ayurveda, uh, Ayurveda says <coughs> uh, there's a particular aim of our life. And the aim of Ayurveda is free from disease of a diseased person and keep them healthy for a healthy person. Why Ayurveda aim for this, you know? Ayurveda, Ayurveda aim is the principal the fourth principal aim of life is Dharma, Artha, Kama and Mosha. To achieve this, 
Ayurveda says you must follow Ayurveda. What is dharma? Dharma means do the right things. Here the big question comes, what is the right thing? How can we say the right things? Because what we are doing, uh, we think right, some person is say wrong. Here the simple way I can explain to you right things, whatever you are doing good for you, it must be good for others. The simple way I can explain these are right things. Then next is the artha. Artha means acquire wealth for the means for lovely uh, livelihood. Then when you do uh, work, there's a karma, the satisfaction of worldly desire and patience. When you complete this dharma, artha and karma, automatically you will get mocha. Mocha means self-esteem. When you reach mocha, the happiness comes in the world. Otherwise, you will not be happy. You can see that so many people, you know, uh, when they are young, you can see they are very happy, they are very adjustable people. When they get old, very rough, they are not adjustable, they make problems with the family. You know why? Because, you know, the people, you know, they are very happy uh, in their life. In the past life, they will be very happy. In the childhood and the, all the things, they are happy. They do dharma and they do the activities and get money and they fulfill their worldly desires. So, they get mocha, they will be happy. The other people, you know, they are very tense in the old age because when they look back their life, they will not be happy with their life. And they know that they are going to die, but they don't want to die. Because of this, they are very stressed. They are not happy with the family. They are quarreling with the family. With this, uh, You can see the two types of people in the world. This mainly because they don't fulfill dharma, artha, and karma. And Ayurveda says, if you want to fulfill dharma, artha, and karma, first thing is the health. Without health, you can't help others. You can't do your work. So how can you be a healthy person? Ayurveda says you follow Ayurveda. When you follow Ayurveda, you can be a healthy person. Okay. What, what is explained in Ayurveda? Ayurveda uh, explain about the daily regimes, seasonal regimes. And if you follow daily regimes and seasonal regimes, you will be a healthy person. So this is not only good for the Western world, it is good for all in the world. Those who want to be a healthy person in the world and you want to do the good thing for the world, he must follow Ayurveda. So, on that note, um, with you and and your you've 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 done Ayurveda your whole life, and it is your past and and throughout your family. When you see um, throughout the world all of the new Ayurvedic centers and the schools that are opening up, do you really feel that they are teaching the traditional Ayurveda, or do you feel that it's a watered down version? That's a big question for me. <laughs> it's making difficult to give answer. Because, you know, I learned Ayurveda nine years in the, from the school. And uh, I am from the traditional family. Ayurveda, my father, grandfather, everything in the family. Still, I am a student. I am studying about Ayurveda. A uh, lot of doubts come in my, in my mind. So, you can see uh, with a short-term course, short-term learning. How one can do full Ayurveda in full, in full sense. So I can't blame anyone. I can see so many students after learning Ayurveda, they're learning again and again. And they start. 
Yeah. And to me, it's, it's a lifetime of learning. If, if you, if you want to learn Ayurveda, it is a lifestyle. So it's a lifetime of learning. So that's, that's why I wonder how you feel about people who go and they take a, a course and the course could be a weekend course or they do an online weekend course and then they start teaching Ayurveda. How, how does that make you feel? This Ayurveda, uh, very, uh, clearly explained who is in Vedya. Who is a doctor in Ayurveda? Dacha Sirtata Shastarto Dishtakarma Sujibhisha. These are four qualities of the Vaidya or doctor. How can treat the patient? He must be efficient to do the work. And he must have practical and theoretical knowledge. And he must be a clean and tidy person. In this, the, the middle one, he must have a best knowledge and practical and theoretical knowledge in Ayurveda. Thus, we want to analyze ourselves, those who are going to do Ayurveda and study a little bit or more, they must analyze themselves whether they are fit for doing Ayurveda. In Ayurveda, tests say he must be, have best knowledge in theoretical and practical side. So, you can see those who are doing the online course, how much they get the practical training and how can they do but some of the students, I am very proud of some of the students who learn from here. After that, like you, I can your word, I can say your words also. Because you know, you are learning every day. You are contacting me every day, and you are practicing every day. The experience makes one perfect. And uh, and Ayurveda says, in your lifespan, you can't complete Ayurveda. So I can tell my student like this: if you don't know the answer, you must have a courage to say, I don't know. Then only you will learn again. But if you think that, how can I say, and you give any answer, it will not be correct. It will be masquerading the questionnaire, uh, those who are asking the question, and also your knowledge will be reduced again. So don't worry about this, because Ayurveda say in your lifespan, you can't complete Ayurveda. We, we get afraid to say no. If you say no, you will try to get the answer again, and you can spread Ayurveda in a proper way and professional way. But only for money-making, you are killing Ayurveda. Mm, that's, that's sad. Here you can see, uh, we can, yeah, we can see the Panchakarma treatment, purification therapy, the, one of the best treatment in Ayurveda. It will prevent the disease and also it will cure the disease. But if you do in a proper way, if you do Panchakarma in proper way, it is one cause of increasing Vata Dosha. Well, Doctor, on that note, we are going to have to, um, I guess, stop our, our discussion on this. And I really want to thank you for being here today with us and explaining about Ayurveda. Hopefully we can have another, another chat in the future. So thank you very much for coming. Thank you so much. Give me such an opportunity. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. And we'll see you soon. Okay, ma'am. So thanks to everyone for listening today um, with Dr. Paulin. I look forward to being back next week when I'm going to have another guest on and we will talk about CBD oil. So for now, I will thank everyone for listening in. See you next week. And I wish everyone your best health. Thank you for joining us for your daily dose. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition with your host, Doreen Doucette. We'll see you then.